This is an On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast on the Sports for Beginners podcast feed. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Did somebody say we the Raptors beat the Toronto Raptors next opponent, the Charlotte Hornets. 120 to 100. We're breaking it all down on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast tonight. Instead of the Sports for Beginners podcast, just kidding, Sports for Beginners fans. Raptors basketball is being broadcasted live to On the Ice and Behind the Benches and the Sports for Beginners podcast. I am your host, Thomas McGregor. We'll take you down the game recap, the top performers of the game, game balls of the game. Play of the game. What's next for both teams? And we'll take a look, if there's time, we'll take a look at what is going on in the league for the NBA. If we possibly can. The NBA season is getting close to the final week of the regular season. And with this all being said and in mind, it's about time we take an introduction after a quick break. And get the show started. Let's do this, basketball fans. A reminder to On the Ice and Behind the Benches listeners, this is a bonus content episode. Let's do it. Hey, hockey fans. With the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, make On the Ice and Behind the Benches a 
part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive, fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast. And join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the ice and behind the benches is the Nibbling Podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays. But for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our Nibbling Podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well that's on the ice and behind the benches with your host thomas mcgregor myself every tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms including spotify and if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform should there be any delays to its launch that's anchor.fm for early access on on the ice and behind the benches episodes before they hit your platform we are currently available on spotify and air episodes every tuesday We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join to have you join me on this journey. So don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. deserve a little dessert. The Toronto Raptors are recapped here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now to your host of the Raptors Post Recap, Scott McGregor, Ali Musa, and Thomas McGregor in the Sports for Beginners studio. Take it away, gentlemen.
Hello, Raptors fans from far and wide. Welcome inside the On the Ice and Behind the Benches studio. Welcome also to the Sports for Beginners podcast listeners. It is Raptors post-game, a different edition of Raptors Game Recap. I am your host. Thomas McGregor, and we are kicking things into overdrive as the Toronto Raptors and Charlotte Hornets played for the last time this season following a doubleheader of which you can see first game reaction on the Sports for Beginners podcast out now, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Two more matchups for the Toronto Raptors before a matchup between the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll talk more about those in just a few minutes. But first, we also need to look at the Charlotte Hornets, who are also playing two more games, but unlike the Raptors, their two final games are not a double. We'll find out what those teams are a little later on. Looks like they have a day off on the Friday, which is tomorrow. That's not the only news we have, though, in Toronto sports news. The Toronto Blue Jays bounce back to the Kansas City Royals, beating them 4-1. to But, of course, that season, 162 games, can you believe it, is underway. They are going to wrap up a four-game set. On Thursday, the 6th of April at 2.10. And of course, they'll face the Angels before making opening day on the 11th of April when they open up a three-game series against the Detroit Tigers and a one, two, three, four, four game series. No, a one, two, three, a three game and a three game series with the Tampa Bay Rays. A three game series with the Tampa Bay Rays. Ending on the Junior Jays Sunday time, 1 30 p.m. Eastern time. That is not the opening day, Junior Jays Sunday, though. Not that I know of. On the ice, the Toronto Maple Leafs beat the Columbus Blue Jackets. 4-2. to two. Catch that in a game reaction here on the, on the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast happening tomorrow. And of course, later in the show, I'll bring you the On the Ice and Behind the Benches 
podcast catch-up Saturday lineup. Most of the previous post-game shows, just a little teaser before we get right down into the game recap and the top performers, will be coming that Saturday. And a reminder that the Battle of Ontario's final meeting is, I believe, this Saturday for the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Ottawa Senators. We'll do more checks on that for the We'll do more checks on that as the show goes on when we talk about Toronto sports. Back to the court. And boy, and girls of all ages, was this a great one. For the Raptors, that is. Charlotte Hornet fans from across the world. Welcome to the postgame show, if you're tuning in. As we always mention on the on the ice and behind the benches, the podcast, and of course, the Sports for Beginners podcast, we always like to welcome teams, fan bases, and remind everyone that we are a safe platform. We don't take down the team's fan bases because they don't like our fan base. We respect their fan bases. All right. We've talked too much about that. Let's jump right into it, shall we? So the top performers of the game for the official top performers are Theo Malden for your Charlotte Hornets. 13 points, 6 rebounds, 11 assists, 2 steals. And your Toronto Raptors top performer is Pascal C. Ackham. Wearing number 43, 22 points, 14 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Speaking of those men, though. How did the Raptors and the Hornets line up this evening? Let's all find out, shall we? So. If you are listening to this in audio, I'll explain what is being shared on my screen right now. But head coach Nick Nurse, or at least it is Nick Nurse, still the head coach of the Raptors, sent out at point guard, number 23, Fred Van Fleet. 
Your shooting guard was number four, Scotty Barnes. Your small forward was OG Omai, OG Ananobi. Wearing his number given to him. I do believe that is number three for OG Ananobi. Let me just double check his name. Yes, number three. We mentioned him already. Pascal Siakam was your power forward. Wearing number 43. And Jacob Perto. Jacob Portola. Portola was your center. Wearing number 19. Jacob Portola was your... center for the Raptors. Meanwhile, for the Hornets, it went as follows. Some new additions to the lineup tonight. We had at point guard Theo Malden wearing number nine. We had the likes of number 10, Silva Malakalek. We had the likes of. I think we had the likes of Bryce McGowan in the line. Indeed, we did. He wears number seven. We also had the likes of J.T. Thor back in the lineup. And we had the likes of Nick Richard. Nick Richard. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Richard. What a good, what an interesting name to be on the Hornet line for today. What an interesting name. I'm sure he played well. Let's find out where the game went. So by the end of the first quarter, it looked like, it looks like, we had a matchup consisting of, as I stop share, as I stop my screen share. It looks like when we put the math together here, that the Raptors were trailing in the first quarter. How is that possible? Let's find out so the hornet struck first 
scoring a total of 29 points. Meanwhile, the Raptors scored 25 points, leaving the Raptors down by four heading into the first half quarter of play. Then, when the Raptors score 25, they add an extra 36, leading them with 61 points at the half. But are they still down? Or did they take the lead? They must have took the lead because the Hornets only got 20 baskets in the first half quarter, leaving them with a score total of 43. So the Raptors are in the lead at this point, but only by 18 at the half. So the Raptors score 25, score 36. At the half, it is an 18-point game in favor of the Raptors. In the third quarter, though, the Raptors scored 33 buckets. So they had 94 going into the last quarter of play, the second half quarter, if you will. The Hornets, on the other hand, scored 26 buckets in the second half, first quarter, which is the third quarter. Leaving the Raptors as we look at their buckets. with a score of 94 to what were the baskets? What were the baskets here? What were the baskets here? 29, 20, and 26. Ah, uh, yes. 94, take away the 75 that the Hornets had. And the Raptors are up by 19, moving into the last quarter of play. Raptors make 25, we know that. They make 36, the second. They make 33. The third quarter coming out of half. And they finish off the night They finish off the night with 26 baskets, leaving them with a score of 120 
And of course, that would make it no surprise to any of us that the Hornets would come knocking on the Raptors' door, but only get a hundred. So let's do the full game summary in the point score. The Raptors would beat the Hornets in this game and sweep the double dose in Charlotte by a score of 20 points. 20-point game at the final buzzer. Wow. That is amazing. Performance by the Raptors. And my, my goodness. Let's look at our team stats here. And our team stats go as follows. The Raptors, 42 of 88, which is 48% from field goal range. Meanwhile, the Charlotte Hornet make 36 out of 77. For a 47% field goal range. Taking us to the three pointers. The three pointers. And the Raptors making 15 out of 33 three pointers which leaves them with the percentage of 46 from three pointer percentage meanwhile making 12 out of 31 three-pointers would give the Charlotte Hornets a 39% gauge percentage in three-pointers. Moving on to free throws. Free throws. And with 16 out of 19, the Charlotte Hornets would score a percentage rate of 84% from the line when being followed.
The Toronto Raptors, on the other hand, would make 21 out of 28 free throws. Giving them a percentage of 75% when going to the line to shoot two or three points. The Raptors and the Charlotte Hornets traded rebounds, but ultimately it was Charlotte with the last rebound scoring 42 rebounds, and the Raptors scoring just 41 rebounds. So they were a snidge, a snidge. Rebound. Away from tying the game in rebounds making 10 offensive rebounds to Charlotte's six offensive rebounds. The assists go as follows, and it is no surprise. It is 27 for the Raptors and 27 for Charlotte. We've got a few more things to go through, but we'll save those for the end of the show. What we will look at, though, is The steals, the blocks, the turnovers, the points in the paint, second chance points, and fast break points. So moving on to the steals after we talked about assists, which is perfect. 27 for 27. Both teams scored 27 assists to a side. The Raptors steal the ball from the Charlotte Hornets. Seven, no, 13 times. Meanwhile, Charlotte only stole the ball from the Raptors three times this evening. And this is all coming courtesy of the score app on my phone. Download it wherever you get your apps from the Apple Store or, of course, Apple Podcast. Apple users, make sure you have your Apple ID when downloading the app, as it is free to download, but you might want to consider having an Apple ID. For Apple users. Moving on. The Raptors, I said seven before, and I'll say it again, because this time it actually 
is correct. The Raptors blocked seven of the Charlotte Hornet shot. Meanwhile, Charlotte blocked the Raptors four shots. Four shots. If you love turnovers, then you'll love to hear this. The Raptors only turned over the ball six times. However, Charlotte, ouch. The team turned the ball over 17 times. Charlotte did not do very good in turnovers. They turned the ball over 17 times. And the Raptors only turned the ball over. Six straight times. Wow. That's that's got to hurt the team. Bad day at the office for them today. Good news, they get a rest. All right. We're at the final three pieces before we take the first break here. And we'll wrap up the opening segment on the other side with our top performers of the game, moving into our middle segment right off the top of the break. So points in the paint, Raptors made 50 points in the paint. The Hornets made 36 points in the paint. Second chance points, seven for the Rap for the Hornets, excuse me. And 13 for the Raptors. The Raptors fast break points, and this is where we'll drop into our first break. Going into points off turnovers, the biggest lead fouls in the later stages of the segment which will be after the break, so right up the top. The Raptors' fast break points were 20. And the Charlotte Hornets had a fast break point of up to nine points. Nine points. In fast break points. All right. Before we send this into the 
to the first break to put a bow on the opening segment and then jump right into the middle segment after our break. We will do this a few times within the show as we make the break, but this game was brought to Spectrum Center and an audience record attendance of 14,965 people in attendance. Spectrum Center via the venue in Charlotte, North Carolina, USA. Once again, the attendance record was as we proceed to go into our first break on Raptors basketball, which is hosted by me, Thomas McGregor, the host of On the Ice and Behind the Benches, and of course, the, the host of Raptors Game Recap on the Sports for Beginners, the podcast. The attendance record at Spectrum Center was 14,965 people in attendance. All right, Sports for Beginners, before I take you into your break, I'll remind you on the ice and behind the benches, people, that you're listening to Toronto Raptors basketball, Raptors post game show on the on the ice and behind the bench is the podcast and we will be back with you in just a few minutes Scott thank you for joining us and uh, you can take this post game out for the sports for beginners all righty First of all, thank you for letting me join and coming and coming up on the show. As Thomas mentioned, we are going to wrap up the opening segment, which is normally the recap segment on any other post game that we do on Sports for Beginners. However, minus everything that's coming up for Sports for Beginners and, of course, for this show. I do want to tease that this week we have dropped episode 10, which is a special treat for Buffalo Bills fans. And we also are dropping the latest edition of Blue Jays Game Recap, where we wrapped up the three-game series with the St. Louis Cardinals. Again, a reminder, in case you haven't already listened to it, the Blue Jays lost two out of three to the St. Louis Cardinals. Tonight, they defeated the Kansas City Royals. And we will bring you that recap on episode 11 of our second season. 
where we will do an opening day extravaganza and recap the rest of the road trip of opening week. For right now, as we continue to talk hoops, we are gonna take a quick timeout and come back with Raptors basketball. Penguins post game comes your way tomorrow and I'll be in the studio to recap the 5-1 loss to the New Jersey Devils. For Pittsburgh Penguins hockey fans. Looking for sports content on the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Bills, and the Argos, as well as the Blue Jays and the Raptors during the NBA basketball season, the NFL, CFL football season, the blue, the baseball season in MLB, and the hockey season in the NHL, then you've come to the right place. Check out Sports for Beginners, the podcast, with me, Scott McGregor, where we talk about everything and anything in the world of sports media and around the teams, the Pittsburgh Penguins during hockey season, the Buffalo Bills and Toronto Argonauts during football season, the Toronto Blue Jays during baseball season, and the Raptors of Toronto, the Toronto Raptors during basketball season. We've got you covered every week but if you've got any questions or feedback, please send us an email at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sportsforbeginnerspodcast87. And to learn more about upcoming episodes and when they drop, please visit https colon slash slash sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com Once again, that is https colon slash slash sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com Catch you later, fans! Welcome back, everyone, from the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast studio, and of course, the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. I am your host, Thomas McGregor, welcoming you to Raptors post-game. We are recapping the Raptors and the Hornet 120-90. Hundred game victory for the Raptors and loss for the Hornets. Raptors fans, don't feel don't feel good to celebrate just yet. We've got another game. 
We'll mention that off the top of the middle segment. So basketball for the Raptors ain't done. This is only night two between the Charlotte Hornets. Speaking of the Charlotte Hornets, let's continue with the wraparound to the opening segment. And the last piece of evidence that we'll go through for the game stats of the opening segment, Mark, is our points off turnovers, the biggest leads, team fouls, and team technicals. So, courtesy of the score app, the Toronto Raptors' biggest lead was 24. The Charlotte Hornets' biggest lead was nine. The Raptors had 22 points off of turnovers. The Charlotte Hornets had 10 points off of turnovers. The Raptors had 18 personal fouls. And one of them was a technical. The Charlotte Hornets had 22 personal fouls, and the Charlotte Hornets also scored a technical. Both technicals came on a player. So no team got a ejection. And when we talk about team rebounds, both teams scored a perfect seven rebounds to a side, seven for the Raptors, seven for the Hornets. The defensive rebounds go as follows, 31 for the Raptors and 36 for the Hornets. Now, Scott, now it's time for the top performers of the game to round out the opening segment. And because it's so late, we'll make this a brief top performer. So give me, on Charlotte, your top three top performers of tonight's contest. Well, I will actually give you two, just to make it brief. So when I look at Charlotte, I look at One of their top performers, who is actually a top performer of the day. And that is, I believe, what's his name? Um, oh, yes, Theo, Theo Madalden. Theo Madalden, definitely one of my 
top performers of the game for Charlotte. Apologies, Theo, if I'm not getting your last name pronunciation correct. But you are one of my top performers of the game. You asked for three, so I'll give you three. So next up for grabs is their center, Nick Richards. And last but not least, and this guy had a day with 20 points, Bryce McCowins. Apologies if I don't get any pronunciations correct. I will work on those. Quickly for the Raptors, my top performers are Spicy P. Pascal Siakam, 22 points in the game, 22 points. And of course, I can't count out OG, oh my, OG and an OB. So Ananobi is my second top performer of the game. And then how about that man off the bench? 20 minutes played, 20 points. I'm talking about Will Barton. How about him? 20 points off the bench in 20 minutes played. One rebound, two assists, seven of 12 from field goal range. Six of nine from three, one steal, no three throws. And also one personal foul. So they have it. My Raptors top performers are OG and Anobi, Will Barton, and Pascal Siakam. Also known as we call him in Toronto, Spice EP. For Charlotte, Nick Richards, Bryce McGowan's, and Theo and Theo Madalden. I think you did pretty well with the um, Charlotte Hornets. And of course, I like your um, Raptors top performers of the game. I'll give you my top performers of the game for the Raptors. On the other side, we'll not include it in our 
opening segment, but on our middle segment. However, for the Charlotte Hornets, I like the addition of Nick Richards. I loved how he played. In just 27 minutes, he was able to rack up 18 points. With a total of 11 rebounds. He is my first top performer of the game. But I think a lot also should be given to JT Thor. Thirteen points, seven rebounds, and one assist in just thirty-four minutes played. And lastly, I like the addition of Ryan McGowan's. Thirty-five minutes play, twenty points, six rebounds, three assists. Those are my Charlotte Hornet players of the game. When we talk about top performers, now let's switch gears and take the middle segment. And before we get down to the game, ball of the game, Scott, let's talk about plays of the game. Give me one play from the Raptors competition and Hornets competition that we saw tonight that stood out to you. Only one team, though. One play from one team. Pick one team and the one play. All right, well, the one play of the game, I can tell you, from either team, I'm going to go with Toronto, and I got to say, it was that three-pointer from, from Will Barton, and Jackie Armstrong made the call on, on TSN's broadcast with Matt Devlin, he made the call that Will Barton missed the first three throw, missed the first three pointer he shot. But since then, he had scored in every single three pointer he did. And again, just to give you the stats again, he was six of nine. Six of nine for Will Barton from three. Six of nine from three. Like, to miss your first three-point shot and then make the next couple? You must have been really trying to shoot that three ball. So Will Barton's So one of Will Barton's three-pointers is good enough for my play of the game. I got to remember when it happened, but shout-out to Jackie and shout-out to Mighty D, who had the call 
of that game on TSN. You guys do excellent job. All right, so my my um, play of the game, and I'm going to pick the Charlotte Hornets here, not because I'm a Raptors fan and I'm not wearing my Raptors game day hat, but I would be if we were doing this later, 24 hours after the game had gone final. But I'm going to take... Uh, I'm going to take the third quarter action. It was 10 minutes and 53 seconds in to the second half, third quarter. And Bryce McGowan's turnover, loose ball, and Ananobi steals. OG Ananobi steals the ball. To make an Ananobi, uh, OG Ananobi turnover bad pass for another steal afterwards. Now I don't know what the plan was going into that play, but I feel like that deserves my play of the game. Steal after steal, you're gonna you're gonna get the ball is gonna be a problem if you don't have ball control over that. That's not the that's not the safe fans that these teams who play these players for you that play every night on a consistent basis for the NBA didn't play exceptional. They did play exceptional. I don't, I don't know if you guys remember, I talked earlier off the top of the opening segment and I'll say it here in the middle segment that these teams played exceptionally well. Unfortunately, the Toronto Raptors had the answer. That is our play of the game for both the Sports for Beginners and, of course, the On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast. If you want to know my Toronto Raptors play of the game, take a look at the episode's description, and I'll tease one of my play of the games from the Raptors a little later on. So, Scott, moving right along into the middle segment before we take our next break and then get ready to wrap up the show with what's next for both teams. And maybe check in with the NBA to see what's going on in the game. Maybe there weren't many games going on right now. Let's look at our game balls of the game. And because we did the game, the play of the game with one team, pick one player from one team that stood out to you or needs improvement for a game ball? Well, well, tonight my game ball of the game is going to go to Pascal Siakam, Spicy P for the Raptors. He played pretty dang well, but I feel like he needs to improve a little bit. And that's why I'm giving him a game ball. 
I am also giving a game ball to Will Barton. I feel like he played exceptionally well. And I mentioned it earlier, and I also shouted out Jackie Armstrong and Matty D. Devlin, Matty Devlin. For their calls on TSN. And later in the show's final segment, I'll tease that you can see this game. Well, this next game tomorrow on TSN. So Maddie and Jack will have the call on that game. Anyways, I'm giving it to Will Barton because this man, despite missing his first three, made the next couple, and he went six and nine from three-point range. So to miss your first three, and then come back, boiling hot, making the next couple. It was like this guy knew he missed his last three, his first three, and he was like, "That ain't happening again." So there you go. There's my game balls of the game. Yeah, so, uh, and um, it's pretty obvious when you think of a guy like Will Barton, he gets my game ball of the game as well, who makes his first three after missing the other three-pointers that he had you just wonder what was going through his mind the next time he made the next couple of three pointers that he had. And I wish we had access to the Raptors post game content. We don't have the rights to it yet, but if for some reason we want to bring those guys is posting comments out on a potential sports for beginners podcast daily episode or something stands out to us and we want to use it on our daily episode you guys will hear from them or of course you can always hear on the daily shows that are happening like the fan morning show and i'm sure it'll be on first up on tsn radio 1050 but we're not going to shout out these guys because we know we can shout out them anytime we want. Will Barton is my Raptors game ball of the game. But I, I don't know. There, I don't know. There's, there's just a lack of concentration with um, Silva Malakalek number 10 i hope i'm saying that right if i'm not saying that right i'm apologetic in advance i'll get the name right probably by next season and probably get the pronunciation right no matter how many seasons it'll take me to get it right now 
I'm not going to judge you based on your number. I'm not going to judge you based on your performance. But what I am going to say is I do, I, I don't know, there, there seem to be a little bit of communication issues, maybe some problems with passing the ball with each other, dribbling the ball, getting the, getting chance after chance after chance to shoot it. I feel like we weren't seeing that from him. But I know that he can be better. The guy that wears number 10, I know probably can't say the name, pronunciation, but I'm just going to call him number 10 for now for Charlotte. But I do, but I do think that there might be a little bit of miscommunication, but that shows what I know about basketball because who knows, that might not be the case. All right. Before we take our break, my top performers of the Raptors, I'll make it quick. Pascal Siakam is number one in my books for the Raptors. The points and the minutes were already discussed. So there's nothing more to talk about for Pascal Siakam. I feel like he played exceptionally well. And I also want to give points to OG Ananobi, who played 29 minutes, again, racked up 17 points. He is my second top performer of the game. And I got to give credit to Freddie Van Vliet. Twenty-six minutes played, sixteen points. Little shaky on the rebounds. Maybe we want to work on that. But he makes my third top performer. All right, Scott. Time to send sports for beginners and on the ice and behind the benches into a thirty-second break, and we'll hear this quick word from the. Taking our look podcast, and of course, the all over the map podcast. But as we take that 30 second break coming up on the Sports for Beginners and on the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast, Raptors post game edition of Raptors game recap. We're taking a look at what's next for the Hornets. What's next for the Raptors? As the NBA 2022-23 regular season comes to an end. And we approach April 9th before it's time to make the NBA playoff rush. Do the Raptors have it in them to make a playoff run after being a part of the play-in tournament? We'll find out. 
within the coming games. That's all coming up. You're listening to Toronto Raptors basketball, part of the On the Ice and Behind the Benches and the Sports for Beginners podcast, where we always say, let's go Raptors. We're back with you after 30 seconds to put a bow on this. And before we take the break, and before we take that 30-second break, A quick reminder to Penguins fans that despite a loss and being out of the playoffs probably for a moment, it's all going to boil down to the final weeks of the season. And I'm going to recap the 5-1 loss to New Jersey when we speak to you tomorrow on Penguins postgame, coming your way tomorrow at a time to be determined or on Thursday before puck drop between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Minnesota Wild in Pittsburgh. It's going to boil down to the final days of the season. And we're going to find out if the Penguins will make it or if April 13th, rather April 14th, if I can get an episode in, will be the final edition of Penguins postgame. A uh, quick reminder. So stay tuned throughout sports. So stay ahead, tuned Scott. throughout sports for beginners. Yeah. So stay tuned throughout sports for beginners, Penguins fans, for the final editions of Penguins post game. If indeed the Penguins do not make the playoffs this year, if they make the playoffs. It's only the final times you will hear posting for the season, but the final times you will probably be hearing it in the postseason, if they make the postseason. I hope we can get to the postseason. But again, 5-1 loss recap is coming your way on Sports for Beginners tomorrow in the afternoon. I will be recording the podcast when it will drop either tomorrow or before puck drop on Thursday is a at a time to be determined. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of the shows that we have dropped, including this one that will be airing on Sports for Beginners, the podcast, but with the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast introduction and outro at the end of the show. All right, quick reminder to Sports for Beginners fan base. We want to say a 
we want to say welcome to Germany for coming in to listening to us on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. So in Germany's words of how you say good morning, we want to say Guten Morgen to our listeners from Germany. And we will be back after 30 seconds of a break. So welcome Germany listeners from all across Germany to the Sports for Beginners podcast. We hope our content will be perfectly executed for you. And you'll continue to stay tuned in for the content. Yes, welcome to Germany. We really appreciate you taking the time to check us out. And I will talk a little bit more about that on episode 11 of Sports for Beginners, the podcast, season two. Back back after this right now to put a bow after 30 seconds. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Welcome back inside the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Welcome back inside the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, Scott, let's quickly just jump right into things here. Is there any NBA action going on? And can you reveal the final scores as we've hit our last segment of the show? Indeed, I can. Indeed, I can. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, tonight the uh, game's on tap. Right now in action, the Oklahoma City Thunder lead the Golden State Warriors by a score of 108-105 in the fourth quarter. The Phoenix Suns lead the San Antonio Spurs 107-87, make that 107-89 in the fourth quarter of play. Final tonight, the Orlando Magic dropped a close one to the Cleveland Cavaliers. The final score there was Cleveland 117, Orlando 113. The Milwaukee Bucks defeated the Washington Wizards 140 to 128. We had to go to overtime in Utah. 
and LeBron James and the Lakers defeated the Jazz 135-133 in overtime. Sacramento beats New Orleans 121-103. The Boston Celtics fall 103-101 to the Philadelphia 76ers. The Memphis Grizzlies defeat the Portland Trailblazers by 10 points, 119-109. The Chicago Bulls fall to the Hawks, 123-105. The Miami Heat defeat the Pistons, 118-105. Houston is victorious against the Nuggets, 124-103. And the Brooklyn Nets fell 107-102 to the Minnesota Timberwolves. And now a quick, quick check here. The Golden State Warriors are now tied at 108 apiece with 8.50 left in the fourth. The San Antonio Spurs trail 110.89 with 6.27 left in the fourth. Our, Our final tonight in Charlotte in the final game of the back-to-back in Charlotte on Sunday and now on Tuesday is 120-100 in favor of the Raptors. Again, Raptors 120, Hornets 100. All right. Back to you. All right, fans of Charlotte and Toronto, we've hit the end of our show. But before we say goodbye and make our sign-off, time to reveal how the Raptors and the Charlotte Hornets finish the season. So, Charlotte Hornet fans, The season finishes on a high note. You have the Houston Rockets tipping off with the Charlotte Hornets at 7 p.m. Eastern time on Friday, April 7th, 2023. And on the final day of the NBA regular season, you have a one o'clock p.m. matchup between the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland at 1 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday, April 9th, 2023. Scott, now that I've given Charlotte their 
finish of the regular season. Can you briefly, before we hit our closing, talk about where the Raptors matchups are, including tomorrow night's matchup, what time the tip-off's at? Well, Raptors fans, we swept Charlotte and we do it against the Boston Celtics back-to-back nights in Boston, Friday and Wednesday night, 7.30 Eastern. We'll just have to wait and see. So again, Wednesday and Friday night, it's at 7.30 in Boston against the Celtics. And then we wrap up the season at home on our home court against the Bucks at 1 p.m. Eastern, the Milwaukee Bucks are in Toronto, 1 p.m. Eastern, to battle your Toronto Raptors. Thomas, kick us off with our sign-off. Well, thank you for tuning in to Raptors Game Recap for Sports for Beginners, the podcast listeners. And thank you on the ice and behind the benches fans for tuning in to Raptors Basketball Post-Game Edition. We love that you come and enjoy the content. This is something that we're not very used to doing on our podcast for On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast. We more, so we more specifically do it on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. But that will change in the nearby future. So a little bit of a spoiler there. For a sign-off, though, so Scott can do his sign-off here. You have just listened to Toronto Raptors basketball, part of the On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast studio. And on behalf of Scott McGregor and myself, Thomas McGregor, I am Thomas McGregor saying, let's go Raptors. Let's go Charlotte. Finish strong. Finish the NBA season strong. And do us proud for the fans. Cheer for your favorite team and cheer for them loud. Cheer for them proud. We'll see you next time on another exciting edition of Raptors Game Recap. Scott, very quickly before it knocks you out here. All righty. Very quickly, I'm just going to end off with this. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, as we always remind you on On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast and Sports for Beginners, as well as all over the map, it is not good. Thank you for listening to Raptors Game Recap with your host, Thomas McGregor, Ali Musa, and Scott McGregor. Remember, fans, you can always send us an email at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. You can follow the podcasts on the ice and behind the benches and sports for beginners at facebook.com slash Sports for Beginners Podcast 87 and Facebook.com slash Thomas Sports Hockey 2023. 
You can follow Thomas, Scott, and Ali on Twitter at ScottMcGregor3 for Scott, Thomas J for Thomas, and A-L-I Musa for Thomas for Ali Musa on Twitter. You can also follow Ali's podcast by visiting https colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com or send him an email to atompodcast819 at gmail.com You can send us a podcast email by going to sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com and you can follow Thomas and Scott on Instagram at smc underscore 87 and tm00 underscore. Thanks for listening and we look forward to catching up with you again next time on Raptors Game Recap. The Toronto Raptors are recapped here on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Thanks for listening and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening to the On the Ice and Behind the Benches post-game show on the Sports for Beginners podcast feed. Remember, everybody on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches to join Thomas every Tuesday for weekly episodes of your favorite ice content from the drop of the puck to hitting the showers. We thank you for joining us.